Hey, you're listening to Guat.Rocks, God, the world, and other things. Our mission, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. I'm Kenny Price, your host. I'm so excited. This is season 10. Are you ready for it? Drum roll, please. Episode 200. Episode 200. I'm so excited. The title, Where Do We Go From Here? Subtitle, 200th Episode Guat.Rocks Assessment. Little did we know when we launched Squat.Rocks in 2019 just how important the digital side of ministry would become. We thank God. He prompted us to do this hard, challenging thing. Looking back, we have only made it to this point because of His love and leadership, and I say to that, to God be the glory. In light of the fact there were over 48 million episodes and 2 million active shows on the web, we are so thankful for each person that has found our podcast and listens to it regularly. Through our own engagement with podcasts over the last two and a half years, we can testify that though podcasts and YouTube videos are mostly one directional, both avenues of communication when done with excellence can offer some basic sense of community, which we believe is one of the fundamental needs of all human beings if we're going to be completely healthy. Number one, on this milestone episode, we want to reaffirm the basic points of message of podcast episode number one. What Dot Rock's mission has never changed and never will. Advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. Advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world means to help you come to a calm state of mind in the midst of a world that seeks to infuse your life with troublesome or nervous feelings. And this is only done by advancing the peace of Christ in your life. We use the term equilibrium because most people understand the relationship between equilibrium and the ability to stand upright and walk. The opposite of equilibrium is vertigo. When Jesus talked to his followers about his coming departure, his followers became agitated and afraid. Jesus told them in John 14, 27, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Your heart must not be troubled or fearful. So the peace we're speaking of is advancing the peace that Jesus gives. It's different from the world. The world's best offering of peace is always the definition of equilibrium as a state in which opposing forces or influences are balanced. We see that type of equilibrium addressed in Star Wars, where you have the forces of darkness and light. You see the world's concept of equilibrium in Buddhism and its sign of the Tao. You may not know it by name, but you most likely have seen the sign. It's the circle made up of two interconnecting raindrops, one white, the other black. People also know it as the yin and the yang. But this balance between opposing forces is not biblical, and it's not what Jesus offers. Jesus offers us real peace because he is not at war with the world. The final outcome of the world is not in question. He clearly teaches us that he has overcome the world. For those who know Christ, we do not operate from a point of questioned success but from a position of victory that is sure, in spite of the present appearance of life circumstances, in the midst of the noise of this media-driven society that predicts every form of disaster and impending doom on Earth's citizens, we exist to advance true peace in your life. Number two, to come to a place of real peace, we talk at times about hard subjects. If you listen with a receptive heart, the hard truth will inspire you to get to the peace. A lot of times, God's peace at work in our hearts requires action on our part, with personal surrender, repentance, and tangible life change at the helm. 
These are the things that life is made of, but if we do our job well, we will always seek to bring the discussion back to a place of real peace, the peace that Christ offers each of us and to the truth. Number three, What.Rocks is an extension of our nonprofit organization, Transform This City, One Life at a Time. The ideal we're shooting for as an organization is a vibrant city full of caring people who live happy, productive lives. The way city transformation takes place is through the individual transformation that comes by sharing the good news of Jesus Christ and by doing good to people in need. On the first day of Jesus' public ministry, it tells us in Luke chapter 4, verses 16 through 21, that he came to Nazareth, his hometown. As usual, he entered the synagogue to worship on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. The scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him, and unrolling the scroll, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. He then rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down, and the eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fixed on him. He began by saying to them, Today as you listen, the scripture has been fulfilled. The passage in Isaiah from which Jesus read is known as the Jubilee passage. As you go back to the book of Isaiah and read the passage in its entirety, you find out the reason for the deliverance and transformation of the people. In Isaiah chapter 63, verses 3 and 4, it says that they will be called righteous trees planted by the Lord to glorify Him. They will rebuild the ancient ruins. They will restore the former devastations. They will renew the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. As you can see, the advancement of equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world fits perfectly within the scope of our mission. God cares about the city. You ask, why? The city is the heartbeat of our entire civilization. As the individuals go, so goes the city. The decay and destruction of the city is symptomatic of what is happening or has happened to the individuals within it. The peace and freedom we continue to promote is not just to be spent on ourselves, but is meant to be exported to others. It's time we started caring more about others and getting beyond our comfort zones to give our neighbors a helping hand of friendship and care. Number four, why God the world and other things? Why? Because we're after the one. In the process, we hope, of course, to reach millions. That would be so cool. But we're after the one. Jesus talked about the shepherd who left the 99 and went after the one. We know that there are people in this world who lay their head on their pillow at night and wonder, does anyone really care for me? The person may be married, have kids, a large family, a great job, and yet in the silent hours of bedtime wonder, does anyone really care for me? We exist to tell you, remind you that we care. We may not have met you yet, but we tell you that we care. The old country singer-songwriter Tom T. Hall wrote a great song called I Care. The song is written to a child and always comes back to the phrase, I care. He's saying, I care, I do. There's no one like you. I mention your name when I'm saying my prayers. I want you to know I care. My friend, even better than that, we exist to tell you the God of the universe cares for you. He cares so much that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The famous verse John 3.16 tells us, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Very few people ever read the next verse, which is very important to understand why he cares so much. 
It says, God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Number five, as we bid you peace, we continue to be a seeker of peace ourselves. We have not arrived. We are by no means perfect. We do know the Prince of Peace, and he will lead us on to that eternal place of peace, home in heaven, to live with him forever. There, all of our earthly imperfections will be washed away. Until then, we look to him and do all that we can to follow him in obedience with deep gratitude for his mercy, grace, kindness, and compassion. Number six, we will have our first YouTube show, Other Things With, edited and uploaded, our Father in Heaven willing, by the end of this week. It has been another longer than expected journey to really figure things out, but the video program is the next move into the digital realm to reach people where they are. Other Things With will be conversations with really cool people that inspire. You may ask, how do you know everyone you meet and talk to will be cool? Great question. We think God himself demonstrated how cool he thinks people are by showing his immense love through Jesus Christ. The conversations will be a natural flow to provide a venue where people can share what is on their hearts and minds, all with the hope that their words will inspire those who watch to be uplifted and encouraged. The inaugural show will feature Mindy Obenhouse, a prolific Christian romance author. In light of the last two and a half years and the continued rise in suicides, we must have all hands on deck to do what we can to reach every person we can in the privacy of their home, their bedroom, their car, the grocery store, or park bench with the message of hope and inspiration. People need to hear that even in the hard times, they can survive and thrive because the God of the universe is on their side. The deeper overt gospel dive is provided through the Guat.rocks podcast. A promo of it will be included in every show. My hope is that we can successfully promote these inspiring conversations through our Google AdWords grant, which is $10,000 a month. That's $120,000 a year. Number seven, prayer requests for our ministry. First, we need increased financial support to do all that God is leading us to do. We have a link on our podcast show notes if God tells you to give. The safest way to donate is through our PayPal portal. Click on the link and follow the instructions. If you desire to send in the check, we have instructions on our website on how to do that. Second thing, pray for the success of Guat.rocks and other things, that more and more people will both find it and share it with their friends. Third, we need prayer and guidance to know where to start back into local ministry here in the area. Our heartbeat is especially with kids and families and those in real need. We need to build a team and a network that takes prayer, people, time, and money. What God ordains flourishes. This is a time to flourish and not flounder. Please pray for us. Also, I want to encourage you to read Ezekiel chapter 22. I am committed to being a man in the gap, to stand between God and the impending judgment of the people of America. These digital tools of podcasts and video shows are two efforts to do what we can to ring the bell and call people back to God. We need your prayers for protection and success. Every one of us who cares about seeing a real future for our country, filled with hope, love, and the prosperity of God, should read the prophecy of Ezekiel and ask this question, what, O God in heaven, can I do now, today, to divert the disaster that is coming to us? I'm willing to stand in the gap. Reveal to me what that is for me. Friend, we have an idea of what God wants us to do beyond all we are doing now to be counted on to call the churches of our nation to repentance and the lost people in our country to salvation. We ask for your prayers for us as we finalize those thoughts. The vision we see will take people, talent, time, and money. We want to have the plan God is birthing in a concise and easy to communicate form before the vision is shared. 
May God define this for us sooner, not later. The clock of judgment really is ticking. This we know. If God gives us revival and repentance in our churches, God will bring the lost to salvation. The church is the vehicle through which God Almighty has chosen to spread the saving good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace. Peace.